Right, for Campbell's comments, out, getting out and about, and uh, I suppose talking to some people while winter is quieter. Joshy Duggan joins me firstly. Hello, Joshy. G'day, Paulie. Uh, we just actually done the Barristock Dash, uh, fastest harness rapper. Uh, you haven't beat Taylor French or Alex Ashwood, which would be disappointing, but you did beat Chris Alford, so that's got to be a plus side. Yeah, well, I had a lot of pressure, you know, so... Um but uh, it's hard to beat Tace, he's pretty quick, and I'm a bit disappointed I didn't beat Albie, but uh, beating Chris is just good enough. <laughs> it's good enough. A lot of people will be very happy. Well, I suppose get people thinking uh, while it's quieter and the, the months are a little bit quieter, and I suppose getting thinking about our industry and, and a little bit differently. And we're here with Chris and Alison Alford, and um, you've, your, your name, like the Duggan name, is not a name that's not part of the, the industry. I mean, it's well-known, especially in Tasmania. How long have you been over here in Victoria with Chris and Alison? Uh, yeah, I think this is my 15th year and um, yeah, well, as, you, as you said, uh, Dad and my uncle's pretty well known in Tassie and now my cousin Jacob, he's coming through and he's driving pretty well and Dad and Aidy, they probably don't do as much as what they used to anymore and um, but yeah, like I've been here 15 years now and it's probably the best move I ever made. Um, back home, were you always going to be a trotting person? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, well, as you said, I grew up in the trots and uh, when I was younger I used to always be at the farm with Dave Medhurst and Zane, Zane Medhurst and Dave passed away a few years, oh, probably over 10 years ago now and uh, I was already here when he passed away but um, yeah, he, I pretty much grew up with him and uh, got into the racing with them. What is it that you love about the industry, mate? Oh, it's just great people around you and uh, just you make good friends and look, when the horses are in your blood, you pretty much just fall in love with all that too. It's a big, it's a big sacrifice. I know now you, you know, you're going to, I suppose, do you call yourself a Victorian? Oh, you can never take the Tasmanian out of me. <laughs> but you are uh, married and um, uh, young boy, um, you know, life changes a lot since you came here in 15, 15 years. But I would imagine that, like, the sacrifice to move away from your mates and everything when you came um, here, has it exceeded what you're expecting? Uh, yeah, well, it was pretty hard. Like, um, I think what uh, probably helped me the most was I never kept going home. I stayed and stuck it out as long as I could. And, well, that's where I am now. And as you said, I've got money and uh, a little huddy and... Look, I wouldn't change them for the world. and um, But, yeah, I think that's what helped me a lot was I just stayed here and never kept going home to drive and uh, got homesick that way. So, um, yeah, I think that's what helped me. We're going to go back over a few things, but we'll just, with Huddy, fatherhood, um, one, has it changed you? And do you enjoy it? I think, it, uh, well, I don't know if it's changed me, but I, I love it. Like, just going home and seeing him every night and how he's changed and... Just uh, the things he does, like, just blows your mind when you're, when you're around him every day. Like, yesterday we was um, there doing the shed and drilling the boards in and carting the boards and, like, he just loves driving the little tractor and gets the drill out and gets the hammer out and he just watches everything that you do and um, just seeing him grow up and he's growing too fast. So, but, yeah, I wouldn't change it. I think, it's, I think it's great, and you've always been a bit of a father figure here for Katie and Sammy as well, but it's, it's a lot different when they're one of your own, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that's for sure, um, especially going home every night now and just seeing him, like, just makes your day. Yeah, absolutely. Same part of the industry, and now I want to keep, you know, young people in the industry. I think the industry needs to grow, and we need to keep young people. I said there before you did the, the ultimate sacrifice. How long did it take you, really, before you sort of hit the ground running, if you like, as a driver? And were you always going to be a driver? Uh, well, that was my main aim, yeah, like, uh, 
when um, when the job come with Chris, Dad seen it on the trading ring back there, and he rang Chris and then asked me, and I come on a trial, and then I stayed here ever since. But um, I think a lot that helped me get going was just being at the races because I come here now and no one, so I used to always help out and. I give uh, Eric and Glenn a good hand at the races every time I was there and they really give me a good kickstart in my career and um, if it wasn't for them I probably wouldn't be in the situation I am now because when I was a junior I was pretty much their number one junior back then. How hard is it to get going without a name? Uh, it's probably a little bit hard like um, but I see it as if you're pretty polite, you help people, you get your name out there. That's how things get going then, yeah. Um, you're here with the best, Chris. Uh, a lot of us don't like saying that. Uh, but he's the most winningest driver we've had in Australia and uh, he's not hes not um, stopping by any stretch of the imagination. But how much help was he for you when you were when you were going through it? How much advice did he give you? Uh, you know, well, he's been a big part of my career too, like um, with me driving and... If, if you'd ask him a question, he'd answer it, but um, he's probably not one of those ones that goes and pulls you up straight away. You've got to ask Chris, and if you ask him, he'll help you in any, any way he can. And um, just being here with him every day, watching him how he drives, and then even like back watching Gav too when in Group 1s or any Metro races, like um, it's just you watch the good drivers and in a race if you follow good drivers well then you nine times out of ten you get out and get a good run back um i think when he went from six thousand to seven thousand it was just extraordinary how quickly that all came about i mean he was driving every horse for tonkins and was all over the shot same time mate you were full-time junior and you were driving I know a couple of times I spoke to you guys, I think one day I think you were up at about 3.30 and started working horses at 4.30. You had lights on the back of the jogger because you were working them in the dark. How much fun was that for a young bloke? Oh, well, it was fun because you're getting all the drives and getting to the races, but those early starts and late nights probably wasn't as fun. But, um, yeah, well, you had to get your work done before I left and, oh, well, before any of us left, really, as much as we could, so we wasn't leaving them with much to do. But, um, yeah, it was pretty fun, like, especially when you're on a roll. Yeah, and getting getting winners. Highlight of your career so far? Oh, uh, probably Let's Elope when I won the Tassie Cup twice. Um, he, he, was a, he was a good horse to me and... Um, Luckily enough, I've been I could win that because Dad hasn't won that yet. So uh, he's got the trophy sitting in the house, eh? <laughs> you won it twice. Yeah, well, I got lucky. You leave one trophy with him, and you got one over here. I don't know where the other one is actually, but yeah, the one, one of the big ones is at home. The owners have probably got the other one. Um, and that's your association with Lils, and that basically came about again for your junior drivers, and when, when you were driving, um, and then also like I would imagine with Chris, because I mean he was doing a, a little bit for Lils at the time, probably not as much as what he's doing now, but um, he's been a great supporter of yours as well over the journey. Yeah, Lils has been great to me too. Like as I said with Let's Lope, um, I was probably a junior when I started driving him, and um, he, they left me on without a claim, and he took me through. A few highlights of my career and uh, even to now like I still drive a lot for him um, but uh, there's a few nice ones that I've been driving but um, like Chris is his number one driver and I just fill in when I can. 
Does it mean a lot when you're a junior, like you're getting the claim and then all of a sudden they leave you? Like, do, do, does it give you a bit of um, pride, I suppose, when you're a junior and all of a sudden they've, they've left you on the on a horse um, when they could put Chris Alford on or Gavin or one of those other guys on? Does that mean a bit for a young bloke trying to cut his weight? Oh, yeah, it sure does. Like, it just makes you feel good and makes you think that people have got the confidence in you to do the job like they can. So, yeah, and if, yeah it does. Um, Colin Godden, you've got quite a few people that have, uh, I suppose you met when you were a junior through Glenn and Eric um, or even here and they stick you on and then you get I suppose other people as well that, that use you from time to time does that frustrate you sometimes when you, you get I suppose some drives and then you don't or is it just part of the job and you just got to put up with it oh look Cole and uh, even Sharpie they've been great to yep. me like um, sometimes I jump off but the week later I'm back on them and I can't thank them enough, but uh, it does frustrate you a little bit. Like, uh, your, your drive's quietened down, and it's probably harder now because um, because so much is going up in money-wise. Like, everything's getting dearer, fuel and all that, so it always makes it that harder. To, to get, you know, and you'd like to keep another drive. I would imagine the flip side of that is people say, oh, we've got one drive for you, it's one ill, and you've got to weigh up those options. So then you've got to say, well, can't blame them for putting me off because you don't go there or you do go there and it costs you a lot of money. Yeah, well, that's right. Um, I try and do as much as I can, like, to keep everyone happy. And um, But uh, even if Cole, Cole or Sharpie's got only one in that far away, they always say, no, nah, don't worry about coming and... They put you back on next week, so it's it's good that way. But um, yeah, it's hard it's hard on sometimes when you jump off and you don't get back on. But that's racing. We're one of the worst, myself and Marie. We're one of the one of the worst um, at doing it. But it, it is hard, especially the smaller stables. I mean, that's a flip side of it. Is the smaller stables who probably have their drivers, and then one day they can't get them, and they and then you don't get a chance of getting back and and, and having another drive. But you just got to, I suppose, keep your chin up and and soldier through that. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, but with you guys, you've been good to me, and um, I know you've got a lot of drivers to choose from too. But uh, yeah, you've been good, and um, yeah. It's worse when uh, Glenn Douglas puts your name up to say, oh, he'll be right with Lucinda, and you know, she nearly kicks you out of the car. That's when it's always worse. Oh, that's right. Um, well, she bolted on me in the warm-up, but I got her away, but, and then she just travelled too hard. But, uh, it was getting on the track. I wasn't trying to kick me out that bad. And then you only get one drive, and you're off, and you're like, what am I, what am I doing? What... What are the plans, mate? I mean, you're still here. Um, you're still part of the furniture here. I don't think you work necessarily for Chris and Nelson. I think you work with them. I don't think um, you might get a wage, but um, it's a working relationship. What, what, what is on the horizon for you? Oh, well, just keep doing what I'm doing at the minute. Um, while Chris and Alison's still going, I'll stay here. Um, Hardy's still a little bit off from growing up to be in the horses. So, um, but... Look, I'm not going to push him to go towards the races, but if, if he chooses that way, I won't uh, push him away. But, yeah, at this stage, I'll just stay around here, and if he does go to the horses one day, well, I might look at training. Yeah, I was going to say, so training for yourself, not, not, it's not on the radar just at the minute? Nah, not really. Um, I've got... Oh, well, I help money out with a couple, but uh, it's not really right on my radar to get right into it full-time yet. I'm pretty happy with what I'm doing. You mentioned there, money will be in trouble. We don't mention it. So working with money is not something that, that's uh, high on the radar either. Looking at the smirk. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, we get along good. We never blew. Um, everything runs pretty smoothly. Yeah. All right, mate. Thank you. Well done. I like uh, just getting a bit of the messaging out there and make people, I suppose, think think a little bit. Do you, is there anything you know that you see um, ways that the industry, I suppose? 
could help juniors. I mean, a lot of people would look at it and say, oh, the juniors get a pretty good run nowadays, but is there ways that, you know, we can help them and, and continue to keep them in the sport? Uh, well, that's a good question, actually. Like, it's changed a lot since I was a junior. Like, um, now they get the five-point and the three-point claim, so they're probably getting a better run now than what they was when I was a junior and a few others of us was a junior. But... Uh, They've probably got to run a few more junior drivers races too, especially for those younger ones coming through to give them the opportunity because a lot of races now probably don't really have the claiming races like the C1, C2s. They're always the ratings where the mares can't get back into it or the juniors can't get the lift. So, And the ones that where they do lift, they're probably higher rated horses where you've already got your higher rated drivers and the young ones don't really get the opportunity. Yeah, no, all right, mate. Well done. Thank you. Well done for beating Chris today. That's always a plus. Yeah, well, at least I've beat him on something. Nah, thank you very much, mate, and thanks uh, for giving me a little bit of time and uh, continue doing what you're doing. Uh, I think you do a great job, mate. You're one of the quieter achievers of the industry and, uh, as I said, just want to have a little bit of a chat, get the message out there that you are still here. Um, unfortunately, we put you on horses and they can't keep up, but that happens. But uh, keep going, mate, and keep continuing doing what you do. Thanks, mate.